This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I feel good. I feel like I've come a long way, especially in camp, of just owning it and knowing where my answers are and being able to make adjustments. I think that's the biggest thing, transitioning from college to the NFL, is like you're going to see a bunch of different looks, and it's really about how you respond and, and adjust it to put you in a good situation. And that's something I've just had to learn, and I've gotten a lot better at the past few weeks. And um, I feel good about where I'm at and where the offense is. There's still a long ways to go, but um, we're making progress for sure. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you. We'll dive into the Pac-12 as this hour goes along. Win totals, our favorites. Let me tell you just quickly, we'll get to it. Looking at the Pac-12 before the show today, way more excited for that conference than yesterday's Big 12 which uh, Joe told us absolutely stinks. It is not worth your time. Pac-12 is better. No, um, the bottom of the AFC South, the underdogs. Let's dive into this. Uh, I think one team is worth your time. One team, not really this year, unless you're fading them on a week-to-week basis. We have the Jaguars. We have the Texans. They are clear underdogs in the AFC South. You heard the voice there of Trevor Lawrence, which, by the way, I don't know if it's his cadence. I don't know if he's been around him a lot the last couple weeks or months. I'm not sure where they're both from. Doesn't Trevor Lawrence kind of sound like Urban Meyer, like a young Urban Meyer? He's, he's kind of sounded mm. like him when he talked. That was weird. I, was, I heard it. I was like, well, I know it's a player. I could hear the player. I, it has to be Trevor Lawrence, and, and it was. I was like, wait a second. When I first heard him talk, I was like, is that Urban Meyer? Uh, those two are connected now, Joe. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars coming off of the, being the worst team in the NFL. They are plus 600. Now it's moved. It was, it was plus 700. It's moved to plus 600 to win this division. Six and a half on the win total. Uh, definitely for the first time in at least a little while, they're intriguing again. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be looking for that to see if uh, the Trevor Lawrence Urban Meyer. Have you ever noticed that with some people? Or I've caught myself doing it when you hang around someone, you work with someone uh, for what ends up being a long period of time, then you start using phrases that they do. It might be happening. I, I could imagine that Herb is all over Trevor Lawrence. I mean, his career is tied to this dude. Yes. Forever. Well, I mean, just a quick aside. I need when I say this to you, Joe, you're never going to be able to not look to look for it again. Okay. I have a theory that in college basketball, the longer a coach stays at a program, the more he starts to look like the mascot. I'm telling you, it, it's a, <laughs> Go back and look at Jim Jim Calhoun became the Husky. Gary Williams became the Testudo, the turtle. It happens every single time. It's like they just like morph into it. It's weird. Did Mike Bray become like the fighting Irish guy? Did he have, was he dressed like a leprechaun? At some point he would have been. If he stayed, (laughs) just continued on that path, he would have been. All right. So the Jaguars here, Joe, last year, number one overall pick, they get Trevor Lawrence. Really the, the story, there's a lot of things here, right? They have some more talent, I think, than their record showed last year. They were trying to lose games. Jake Luton is playing in, in the month of December. They were tanking. 
I do think there's more talent here than the, the record showed last year. And the, the obvious comparison, if you want to say they're going to make a big leap, is what happened with Andrew Luck when he got to the Colts. They were the worst yeah. team. They got Andrew Luck, and then boom, they were pretty good. You know, a lot of people criticize the Jaguars for what they did with the second first-round pick, obviously trying to keep the quarterback healthy or ha- happy rather uh, by bringing in Travis Etienne. You just don't draft a running back anymore in the first round. Whatever you want to say, this this rebuild, of course, it starts with Lawrence, but they did have four picks in the first two rounds. I didn't mind what they did overall. When you take a step back, like you might have the next Andrew Luck. Um, they took Tyson Campbell in the second round. They, they decided to pr- protect Lawrence. It all made a lot of sense. One of the big things for me, in addition to how Lawrence looks in his rookie campaign, it is, is the defense going to be that bad? Like They were 32nd in everything. Any metric that you want to look up, the Jaguars were 32nd, and it wasn't even all that close. They upgraded a little bit. I mentioned Tyson Campbell. They bring him in as a cornerback. But all those top four picks in those first two rounds, they didn't do anything defensively, anything else. Uh, They bring in Shaq Griffin, uh, Roy Robertson-Harris, good interior defensive lineman from the Bears. Uh, Looking looking forward to see what he can do with the full workload. He's a good player, but um, I don't really see how they improve this defense all that much. I'm not sure that it's going to be that much better. So that is a big jump. Like I, I understand the case for over six and a half with Jacksonville in a very poor division of what looks to be uh, a couple of easy wins going up against Houston. And if you go over the schedule, like winnable games, pretty easy, early. winnable feels like half the schedule is winnable, but you know what? You're going to have to win most of those games just to get over this total. The, we were all over Urban Meyer. A lot of people were about some of the choices he's made, Tim Tebow and some of the coaches that he's brought in flying under the radar. The defense that was so horrendous last year, which needs to take some sort of a jump if they're going to go over six and a half. The choice to bring in Joe Cullen. I mean, do you do you, do you know the backstory on this guy and why he keeps getting fired everywhere he goes? I don't know Joe Cullen's backstory. Okay. Here's Joe Cullen was fired shortly after his hire at the University of Mississippi after being charged with drunk and disorderly conduct after passing out in a local subway. Joe, buddy. (laughs) Uh, I remember this one since they're in the NFC North. This was a long time ago, so maybe he's uh, he's grown a little bit. Cullen was arrested in 2006 for driving under the influence as the defensive line coach of the Detroit Lions in another incident. Also during the 2006 preseason, he was arrested after he drove through a Wendy's drive-thru naked. (laughs) Joe. (laughs) He was fined $20,000 and suspended for one game by the NFL for conduct detrimental to the league and sentenced by a judge to 10 days of community service. Why aren't people talking about this decision by Urban Meyer? The defense has to do something this season, not be 30 seconds in every category. Right. And they're rolling with Joe Cullen. I think I found, I found my, well, here's the two, two things, two things. One, he's obviously a good coach. If he keeps getting hired after all this, right? Like, like someone likes this guy that he's good at what he does. Number, number two. So I, I found the same source that you did, Joe, to, to, that you're reading off of. Wikipedia. I, I it's got to yeah, be right. Wikipedia. <laughs> I clicked it, okay? <laughs> There's something – sometimes the way something is written can make it even funnier than just the just black and white what it is, okay? So when you go to the line about how 
He was arrested in 2006 for driving under the influence as the defensive line coach of the Lions. You know how that reads? Because it doesn't say while he was the Lions defensive lines coach. It right. sounds like he did it while he's supposed to be working. Like, so he was wearing his outfit. Like, or like it's in the third quarter of the game. And like he just left. Like, well, actually, he wasn't wearing his outfit. He was wearing nothing. Well, that was the Wendy's <laughs> incident there. Yes. Um, yeah, I might have to downgrade the uh, Jaguars a game or two now. But I know Joe Cullen is running the defense. The players I, probably – well, I'm sure they had a chuckle once one veteran like, hey, you know what happened to the coach? Remember, remember this? I do remember that story. I mean, a lot of people had a laugh, but it was 15 years ago. I don't know. So My point is some curious decisions by Urban Meyer. So I was listening to the Move the Six podcast, which is terrific. Yep. Uh, Bucky Brooks is one of the hosts with Daniel Jeremiah. And Bucky Brooks does the preseason games for the Jaguars. So he's close to the organization. And – well, you hear a lot of media's everything's 95% positive, right? This time of year. And when he started talking about the Jaguars, I was expecting him to go that route. You have Trevor Lawrence, new regime, urban Meyer. His takeaway early on in training camp was it's like, it's very collegiate. Everything they do is very collegiate. And just the way he was talking about it made me think, boy, that could wear thin pretty quickly. It, pretty absolutely. quickly. And yeah. I think it will, but could it work for a year? I think yeah. Chip Kelly, right? Like I, I think some, some of the time these guys have success right away. And then in a year or two, the whole thing burns out and flips out quick. One quick thing before we, um, yeah. we touch on the Texans, you mentioned the defense. Cullen's got to keep himself in order. That's number one. <laughs> and it's close on. Yeah, number two. Where's the, give me a frosty. <laughs> Why yeah. are you naked, sir? <laughs> Joe, just go home, man. Like get out. But the improvement on defense, yeah. Josh Allen, the, the defensive end, Josh Allen, not the quarterback. Ten and a half sacks to rookie, two and a half last year, only played eight games. That, 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 they need him to bounce back. That's where the defensive improvement comes from. I like the Jags. I think they go over six and a half. I think they compete to win this division, which says a lot more about this division than it does about the Jaguars. Um, Assuming Trevor Lawrence health, let's quickly roll through. I wrote down what I think are winnable games. Let's see if we can get to seven. Okay. Houston twice, yes? Yes, that's two. Uh, Denver. Three. Cincinnati. I'll give you a three, but that's a road game on a Thursday night. Tricky for a young quarterback. Arizona. Four. Atlanta. Yes. Uh, Colts twice. Both are winnable. Jets. Seven. Jets, eight. New England? At New England, no. Okay. Belichick's not losing to a rookie quarterback at home that late in the season. So if we give them all of the winnable games, we're at eight, and there will be a surprising win or two because there is for just about every team trying. Yeah. So they, I mean, they have a chance to be competitive in this division that puts them there. All right, so what do we say about okay. the Houston Texans? They're over under win total is four. I mean, this part of this conversation is difficult because they have a top five or six quarterback that is obviously right now not planning to play. Maybe we'll be traded. Maybe we'll be put on the exempt list. Maybe something worse is coming. I, like if you if Deshaun Watson is there, they're going to be a bad team anyway. Probably win six games, seven games. If he's not there, how many games they're going to win? It was amazing uh, that they won so few games last year with Watson on the field. Having a great season statistically, too. I mean, I think it was the first quarterback since Montana have as many yards per attempt um, and and throw for, you know, that many yards that he did and uh, pass rating. Like, he was incredibly efficient. They still lost. How did they – I know David Culley has no say in anything, but you, you don't see a lot of situations where the offensive coordinator stays. Stays. I saw that with Matt Nagy and Vic Fangio, but it's Vic Fangio. Right. This guy's name is Tim Kelly. 
Like, how in is he with the front office? So they bring in Lovey Smith to run the defense. They had no defense a year ago. Uh, he's been away from the league for a while, uh, head coach at Illinois, when it seemed like it was his early retirement, you know? But um, Lovey Smith comes back, David Culley. I mean, great. How, how are you going to improve? As Warren Sharp put it, not only is it the worst roster, but it's the oldest roster in the NFL. You know and they saying? have a tough schedule. I was surprised that at FanDuel Sportsbook, this is juiced to the over. I haven't heard a soul say, you know what I'm doing with a win total bet? I'm going over on the Texans. They're going to get to five. You know what? It really says something about the Texans and where they're at right now. That we're talking about the a team right above them in the projections in the division that has the defensive line coach that drove naked through a Wendy's drive through. So Tex much better. And the Texans are way better. I mean, way worse off. Like just run worse, decisions worse, everything is worse in Houston, considering the Joe Collins situation. That's pretty remarkable. No first or second round pick. Their first selection is quarterback Davis Mills in the third round. They add Shaq Lawson on defense. Okay. Marcus Cannon comes in to be the right tackle. We expect Tyrod Taylor to be the week one starting quarterback who had a really bad start to the season for the Chargers. He was injured, but I think if he wasn't injured, he was going to get benched last year uh, very early on in the season. So, I mean, what do we say? Are you willing to bet under four? That's that's our conversation. Are you willing to do that? Are they going to tank? I mean, just looking at the roster and the coaching staff, it seems like the tank is underway. Oh, yeah, this is happening. Whether or not Deshaun Watson wants to watch it from the sideline or go sit home on Sundays, this is happening. And that hovers over, well, like, am I under four? Yeah, I mean, Joe, where are the wins coming from? Like, who, who do you Plus look at? Plus 120. Plus 120. How are they getting to five? Can they split with Jacksonville? Maybe. Carolina hmm. at home. Okay. After that, Jets at home. That's three. That's it. I'm out. I'd bet under. I'd bet under. Do you, do you like Jacksonville over six and a half or Houston under four more? I like Houston under four more. Jacksonville could go six and 11. I like under four. I like the Texans I to lose too. almost every week. Can they, go, can they go winless? Quickly, can they go winless? Yes. And that bet's available. Go, go take it. Sure. <laughs> we are <laughs> that low. We're that low on them. Yeah. Well, who are they beating? I don't know. God, and they have the quarterback there sniping at the media as he walks on the field. Like, what are you looking at? Well, you, buddy. I mean, you're, you're the one that's in yeah, trouble here. He was, he was sniping at the cameraman yesterday. Uh, it's the same thing every day. Yeah, it's you with your head down, and you're not playing. That You're the biggest news story on this team, and it in the city right now, more than the Houston Astros. For all the wrong reasons. All right, on the yeah. other side, we got to get to some Pac-12 here. College football will look ahead to everything going on in the Pac-12. This is Beck UL Daily. Joe O, Joe G, presented as always by the uh, by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. And I got to tell you guys, we got to add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Place bet on any game. And fans will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. And look, FanDuel is incredible. The same game parlors there. The boosts are there every single day. There's something you can enjoy. And right now, futures, NFL futures, that's where we're diving into on the show. We are making it part of every show. Talking about win totals. And I am there every single day right here on the app. 
Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code BECQL to make sure they know I say that's promo code BECQL. FanDuel Sportsbook promo code BETQL. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bets. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. By the Joes. For the Joes. Let Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio help you beat the sports books on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. 19 noon Eastern on the BetQL Network.